Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. We're talking today with John Fornoff on our Six Ways to Sunday podcast, Emmy Award-winning, multi-award-winning director, producer, writer, and soon-to-be actor as well, over 30 years of experience. Let's join the podcast. How many times do you think that you went to London to do, uh, I I love London and my family family in Scotland, but the thing with London, because it can be expensive, you better bring some money with you. I will tell you that much because just going out to hills <laughs> and hotels and such can uh, can really hit the pocketbook. How many times do you think you've been to London to do uh, dramas? Dozen? You know, easy, oh, easy, easily, easily 20 times. Easily. Oh, wow. yeah. Maybe more. And the cool thing is when Brexit happened, oh, wow, our exchange rate, it just, it, it, it worked out where actually it was cheaper to go to London, <laughs> even with, with the airfare and all that, because the, uh, because what we pay the actors, we pay them well, but the exchange rate made it very advantageous to go over there after, after Brexit. So, or t- tell me some of your favorites uh, of the actors you've worked with, uh, just off the top of your head, uh, wonderful actors that you had a great uh, repartee, a great uh, relationship with. Oh, thank you. That's a great question. Uh, John Reese davis I would say. Uh, he played literally, played God in a couple dramas with John Bevere, Affabel, and he played in Rescued. He played the voice of God. John is just a brilliant man, very intelligent, very articulate. And when he walks into a room, you can tell. It just, he has this presence. Whoa. I've seen him in movies on like bland movies, like they're kind of like whatever. And then John walks on on the scene and all of a sudden the whole show goes goes up you know you could and then he walks off and goes goes back down there's something about john i was i had read sorry to interrupt yeah i i had read that he was living on the isle of man man isle of man yeah a while and i finally got to the isle of man about a year and a half ago yeah smack in the middle of the irish sea there's nothing there but uh it's it's a wonderful island there is nothing to do it's boring uh, but a great holiday site for people from England. The other place I had heard he lived was New Zealand. So I don't know where, where do you find John Reese davies um, Isle of Man is where, where I've, I've connected. Well, not, I haven't been on the Isle of Man, but I talked with him there, but he does a lot of work in New Zealand as well. And he was working, of course, with the Lord of the Rings, sure. but he's had some connections there. So um, most, mostly Isle of Man is where, where we can, we have, there's a studio there on the Isle of Man that we use. So. That's and then he would before. just do it, do it by extension. So he'd be in a studio and you'd be in another studio and he would do his, uh, his performance from there. Is that right? That's correct. We go uh, ISDN, which is kind of funny because on the, uh, the show where he played God, the actors walk into the studio in Burbank and this disembodied voice says, hello there. Hello. Just it's the voice of God. I don't know where it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Um, another actor I really enjoy. Now he's, he's not a celebrity yet. Uh, his name is Nato Jacobson. He is uh, in his 20s, but one of the most versatile actors I've ever worked with. And he, he's just a joy. And I've, I've been giving him all kinds of opportunities. He's done like 52 roles over the last year or so. 
Um, but he has been great comic timing, uh, great acting, and his vocal range is phenomenal. Like all kinds of accents, different kind of personalities, uh, just amazing. So he's one of my favorites to work with as well. And, and so how do, you, how do you decide, what is the team or how is it decided what actor is gonna be what role? First of all, um, just we know the role inside and out. We know, know, okay, try to picture that person. What's, what, who's somebody will embody that personality? So I'm listening, you know, I, I do two things when I'm doing, um, when I'm casting. I look at two big parameters. One is, uh, does the voice fit the role? And the second thing is just their acting competency. Are, are, do they have the chops? So that's what I do with just regular casting. Uh, for celebrity casting, it's just like, does this, who's a celebrity that would fit this role or who's a celebrity would fit our role kind of thing. You kind of try to pick the, pick the what fits them. And um, what would, and it, it works at all. Philip, uh, Philip Glassborough is a BBC, um, just a super talented guy, Renaissance guy. He's a writer, director, producer, musician. And I learned a lot from working with Philip in London. And Philip says, when you cast, it's like tuning, putting together a choir. And listen to the voices. You've got some uh, voices that are in higher range. You've got voices at the lower range. If you have everybody sounding down like this, you're going to sound like it's going to be a garbled mess. But you, you kind of tune the choir. So you, as you're doing radio drama, you listen. What are their ranges? And you, and you put together your, your choir, which I thought was a beautiful way to put it. That is great advice, especially with audio. Yeah. Uh, you don't want everybody uh, being at the same pitch and timber. Yes. Uh, uh, speaking. I want to make a little transition because audiobooks have just taken off. I have a friend of mine, Jeff Lamucci, mm -hmm. who lives in the lovely town of Bakersfield, California. Yes. He was uh, at the time uh, for a number of years, uh, like the voice of Bakersfield, and both in radio, and he go back and forth between radio and television. And um, went, you know, you you work at a station, and a new program director comes in, and you're you're gone on you're gone today at five o'clock. Yep, mm -hmm. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, that can happen. It is the unfortunate side of the business, the industry. And he began to create a voiceover um, mystique and a, a business, and he does one or two audiobooks per month. And they pay really well, and he enjoys doing them. Audiobooks have become popular, yeah? Oh, yeah, big time. It's a huge industry. And I read somewhere it was growing like an average of like 12% a year, which is really strong. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a good growth rate there. And that's unconservative. That's conservative. That's over. You know, it's, it's really taken off. Um, yeah, it's very popular. Very popular. Have you done any audiobooks? Yes, I have. Um, I've done, what have I done? I've done one or two. I did what is a nonfiction audiobook I did mm -hmm. and uh, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. I haven't tried the fiction side of things. I'd like to try that because um, yeah. I've done, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into acting now, which is unusual. I just started this year. So that's, that's kind of a new, new thing to look at. Well, I wish you well on that. Thank I would, you. I would ask this. Because over and over again in my profession as a director, I, I will have people come up and one of the first things they ask is, how do I get an agent? And I will mm -hmm. say, well, are you any good? And they'll say, no, 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 no. How do I get an agent? They think you need to get an agent first. 
and then you become good later. And I think that's an American thing. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that. What kind of advice do you have for that? I think you should be good at your craft. And if it works out, you can get an agent later to get you more work. Great. Uh, am I on the wrong track with that one? I think Craig, you've got great advice there. I think that's really good. Just hone your craft, you know, just, just work, work at it. And if, if people, you, you'll, you people around you'll let you know, you know, people that are, that are, you, there's what speaking the truth in love. They'll speak the truth in love people that, that are really rooting for you. And they'll let you know if you're hitting the mark or not. But if you start hearing over and over again, I think you've got a really good voice for doing this, or I love all the voices you do keep honing that craft and, and practice, keep practice, 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 and then get where you're really good. Then you get, yeah. Then the agent comes, comes into play. I, I, I think it's great advice. The, um, I was able uh, last summer to interview Scott Rummel, who's one of the top oh, yes. voice actors. I don't know if you know of Scott. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the top movie trailer voices and movie yes. trailers uh, pay some of the best money. And every time that he does just one promo, uh, it might be $5,000 per promo now. And he might do four promos in a morning or oh, in, yeah. in, in an hour. <laughs> so it's like, what do I do with my money? Uh, you know, where do I spend it? But the thing is for anyone listening on the six ways to Sunday podcast, and by the way, welcome to our podcast. We're talking, thank to John, you very we are much. talking to John, the, <laughs> the, the uh, acclaimed award-winning uh, producer, director, uh, and now writer and actor. Wow. I, that's a hyphenate right there. Um, or multiple hyphens. <laughs> uh, um, there's something that Scott said, he said, you know, this didn't happen overnight. I spent 30 years doing voiceovers on all kinds of things before I even got a break to do an audition. I waited two years, he said, to get even an audition for a movie trailer. And when I walked in, I was ready. I had good coaching. I had a good agent. And I went in and the people that were producers for movie trailers um, just said, where have you been all this time? It was preparation um, met expectation. Preparation met, met uh, expectation. Yeah. Prepared for it. You're, you're not going to be um, incredible success uh, next Tuesday. It could yes. take years, if not decades. And you've got to agree with that. Oh, yes, I do. I do. And it's just, it just, it's, it's that hard work behind the scenes, you know, the quote unquote overnight success takes sometimes decades to get there. Right. And, and like preparation meets expectation, preparation meets opportunity for different things yeah. like that. Either way, the bottom line, prepare. Uh, by the way, work with Scott. I work with Scott on spots and just, just a wonderful, wonderful talent. Yeah. So um, yeah, we've done, we've done some work together. That's kind of a neat connection there. I've known Scott for over 30 years and Back in the day, and these are, you could maybe you could talk about this, John. Um, back in the day in the 80s and 90s, if you wanted, I've hired plenty of voiceovers and announcers over the day, narrators for documentaries and projects and pitches and clips. But you would have to meet them at the studio and say, we're going to meet at CCI Studio on Santa Monica, or we're going to meet wherever we're going to meet. That's all changed now because most actors, or excuse me, voice actors, that's the right term voice actors, they've got a studio in their home and yes. they could be in their pajamas and the, or they could be on the other side of the world. Just like you're talking about John Reese Davies might be in New Zealand, might be in the Isle of Man, but he's part of 
this session that you're doing, the recording session, it's all changed because of digital, right? Oh, it's amazing what's happened. And so you're right. That used to be the old, you'd go down to, rec- and they're still recording studios. They still and do. You were, a, you were yeah. recorded on reel-to-reel tape. Oh, yes. <laughs> Way back when, yes. Uh, but now with digital, you can do it from your home. And there, um, now you can set up a, do a setup in your house. There's one, there's something called, uh, it's a portable recording studio. It's called a BOMO or something like that. But it, I've got one and a lot of people have them. It's, I call it, I call it a pup tent for your head. Oh. And what it is, it's it's like a padded cell for your head. And you stick your head, it's like a voting machine in a way. So it's all padded inside. It's got a little light. It's got room for your iPad. It's got room for your mic. And it's not soundproof, but it's sound, uh, sound deadening. And so it creates a nice quiet environment to do voiceovers. So as you're, as you know, somebody's listening, if they want to get into voiceover stuff, there's all kinds of opportunities available now. And you can get on something like voices.com or voice one, two, three, and start to get, start to see what's, what's, what's available out there. And you can hear what other people are doing. You'll need a, like a demo, like a one to two minute demo, but uh, it's, that's, it's wide open. You can do voiceovers for commercials. You can do voice acting, which is a whole other thing, but uh, there's all kinds of opportunities out there. What, what would be the suggestion or suggestions you would make to people listening that want to get into voiceover and, and uh, dramatic uh, voice acting on their demo reel? What, what, what are the suggestions? Make it short, I would think, one thing and do a, a number of different genres, yes? Different genres, different voices. Uh, when I'm listening as a director, I'm, I'm casting for a show. I'm listening to that, uh, that demo reel. Yes, keep it short. Uh, keep like two minutes is, is enough. You know, you can do you know, 10 seconds, maybe 15, but just keep, keep it short and give us, give me, as I'm listening through, here's, here's what I'm listening through as, as a director. I'll give you inside story here is I'm listening for variety. I'm listening for, um, I'm listening to high pitch, low pitch, fast, slow. I'm looking, maybe throw a couple accents in there. Give me as much variety as possible. If you can, if your voice doesn't, not everybody has that talent, but that's, that's the ones I put at the top of the list because that's what I call multi-voice talent. Those are golden when you're getting ready to cast because now you not only have your lead, but they can play two or three other parts. So that's, that's the number one thing to go through. Let's say you don't have, you're not a multi-voice talent, but you have a good solid voice. You can do one or two on that one. um, So you're not going to do a wide range of voices in this instant instance, you're going to do, uh, give me a wide variety of approaches like genres, like you're talking about. Give me something, uh, a slow and dramatic, you know, give me something, um, uh, uh, action sequence, action adventure, give me a mystery, give me, just give me a variety of stuff. And uh, by the way, you, you don't have to, these are things you could just make up on your own or just grab them if you don't have the experience. Um, but just give me that variety, variety is key. Gotcha. And you usually, uh, I've said this about resumes too, but with voice uh, samples and, and reels, you as the director or casting director, you can figure out in 30 seconds whether that person is somebody you're going to consider, I would think. Yes, I can tell in the first sometimes five seconds. It's like, yep, nope. <laughs> it's like, um, especially the nope. You can tell the nope pretty pretty quickly there in the first five, 10 seconds. Uh, but they've they've taken, for me personally, I just worked through this. It's just like they've taken time to do an audition 
And so I, out of respect for their time, I listen through, I listen to what they have. So even though I've already kind of, yep, I, yep, nope, this is not working. I'll, I'll listen, you know, see what they have. So great conversation with John Fornoff. We will be back in 32 seconds. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. Really great conversation with John Fornoff. Let's dive back in. Um, I remember asking Scott Rummel, what, what was that audition you did for the movie trailer? He says, oh, on, on my audition, I got it. Uh, on my, yeah, I said, what was it? He goes, Robert Downey Jr., Michelle Pfeiffer, in country, starts Friday. <laughs> that's pretty good Craig actually you did a good job right there yourself oh man Robert that's Downey funny Jr. starts Friday <laughs> really don't and and also he had this is an interesting little aside maybe we can talk about mentorship because I think that's important oh too. yeah yeah yes he had a mentor Dawes Butler who did all of <gasps> Yeah, oh, his yes. mentor was Dawes Butler. Oh wow. <laughs> Doggy Bear and all of this. And and he was all of maybe five foot tall, four foot eleven. Mm. And one day Scott was uh, was driving down the uh, five freeway and he was listening to the radio. KABC. Yeah. With, uh, Don Messick. Mm-hmm. And Dawes Butler, two of the premium, wow. most famous voices in cartoons. And uh, uh, Michael Jackson, who was in, is now passed away, the, uh, the English uh, voiceover narrator. Uh, yes, yes, radio. I've heard him. Huh? He's now yep. Just absolutely wonderful. We're talking today to Don Messick and uh, <laughs> Dawes Butler. Dawes, tell me, you know, that kind of thing. And so... <laughs> Scott is listening to this and and Michael Jackson says to Dawes well, you know what what really inspires you and Dawes Butler says working with new talent I oh. always love working with new talent and so Scott hears this r- driving down the freeway and happened to be listening at that very you know one hour mark of this interview on on local uh, Los Angeles radio and, and Scott thinks, hey, wait a minute, I'm new talent. And Scott makes a call to Hanna-Barbera, <laughs> Hanna-Barbera yeah. Animation. And he gets to the receptionist and let's, and I have her name, but I can't remember. Let's, let's call her Donna. I know it's not Donna, but Donna, Donna, yeah. I heard Dawes, he works with new talent. I have, I'm new talent. I want to talk to him. We don't give out his number, but you understand that I am new talent. She, Donna gave Scott Dawes Butler's home phone number. What? Not making this up. <laughs> and he calls, Scott does. And long story short, Dawes becomes his mentor and wow. would ask uh, Scott and his wife to come every Sunday 
to take him out to Sunday brunch lunch up in LA and, and Scott and his wife were down in Orange County. They'd come up over and over again on Sundays and take Dawes out to lunch. Now, what's the point of this? Uh, two points, a couple of things. One is, you know, you have to be a bit ambitious. You can just sit on your hands and do nothing. But Scott picked up the phone and he was persistent. Yeah. The second thing was the opportunity part that you are talking about, uh, which is true of almost any industry, uh, persistence and opportunity. And what happened with Dawes, Scott said, is that Dawes began to tell and show and teach Scott how to use his voice as an instrument. Mm. And like how to go high level, <clears throat> how to go down the middle, how to do the deep, how to pause before something how to look at a line and hit the different marks of different words in different wow. ways based on the genre that that was. And opportunity finally led to the movie trailer and such. That's wow. got to be exactly down the line of what you're looking for uh, and what somebody else should look for, which is mentorship. Find You're never going to know it all. And, um, mm -hmm. and listen to your mentors and God help you and bless you that you find a good mentor. Can you talk about that? Sure, and, and, and it works both ways, by the way. I'll, I'll just talk about it. First of all, is, is somebody's listening, looking for a mentor. You know, look for somebody that is is doing what you wanna do. Like they're, they're you know, 10, 20 years down the line and, and touch base with them. You know, the true pros in the industry, I found this working in, in, in film, <clears throat> is that in, on, the, on the movie sets, is the true pros will share. Um, That's true. And, and they 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 want to pass on. That's part of legacy, and so um, so coming from a point of view is I want to learn. Uh, look for those mentors, people that are doing what you want to do, and uh, feel free to approach them. And and again, a true pro will want to invest in you if you if you show some promise and some some persistence, and um, and it's also professionalism. You want to you know, be respectful, of course, as you're approaching them, that kind of thing. So highly encourage them mentoring, um, get mentored and uh, find that mentor and, and, and connect with them and, and learn, learn all you can from them and be respectful of their time, that kind of thing. On the other side of things um, is there's something in me I've got, and I, you've got this too, Craig, I know, is it, that, that sense of, I like Dawes, there's a thrill about mentoring new talent you see something in them and you, you know what they just need a little it's sort of like you see the embers blowing right you see the embers and you just get a little and they take take off that's a thrill <laughs> when you can just give them a little a little nudge a little touch you see it on them and you, they don't see it but you see it and you give them just a little encouragement and boom they take off that is just a thrill and i and there's something about mentoring that is my passion as well so I noticed in your, your website and also some of the materials uh, for research here, you really like mentoring the next generation of creatives, don't you? Yes, that is so important to do. That's part of the, the, the call I have. So I, I've got a call for uh, redemptive media, uh, re redeeming whatever I'm working in, whether it's television or film, audio drama, just what is the redemptive angle there? What, what, is, what brings hope to people? What brings beauty out of ugliness? What brings light to the darkness? That's redemptive kind of media. So I feel called to that a big time, but 
in addition to that, and part of that too, is I feel passion for mentoring next, what I call next generation creatives. Mm -hmm. And so I've got projects and it's, it's cool how this works. I've got projects where I've got a client that wants to do big time stuff like I do with my bigger clients, but they don't have the budget. So what I do is I am looking at a treasure trove of next generation creatives, people who can write, uh, um, people who do great voice work, sound design, music. I'm always looking for who's the next. And so we don't have the budget to pay them like the big guys do. We pay them fairly for what they do, but they're, they're cutting their teeth on stuff. They're kind of, they're getting used to, you know, th this kind of world. And so just this last year, I got to do that with uh, some next generation creators, with sound designers, with musicians, uh, with uh, writers, and just get them on board and, and just see them shine. That's, that's just a joy. It's just a joy to see that. So yeah, there's, there's opportunity. There's opportunity there. And it's a win-win. Excellent. What fun talking to John Fornoff on our conversation on the podcast. Join us next time and we will dive back into some interesting things about drama and voice acting. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.